Hey guys, this is Dr. Tom LeHue. Welcome to my channel. Today we're going to talk a little bit about relationships. I want to thank you for joining me. In the description below is a link to my website, TomLeHue.com, where you can book coaching appointments, Enneagram coaching appointments, relationship coaching, whatever I can do to help you. You can book those appointments there. Also on my website is information about the certificate programs I offer in Enneagram coaching. Enneagram Relationship Coaching, Enneagram in the Christian Life, lots of stuff to check out there. And thanks to my patrons, I really appreciate your support on Patreon. I know you don't have to do it, and I really appreciate it. And uh, how do you like the setup? Well, I'm going to be making my videos from home, and um, I wanted to make a little space that I felt like, uh, you know, covered everything. I got relationships over here. I got nice vacation. I live in Florida, close to Daytona Beach, and so there's my little bit of Florida, and there's my guitars, one of my hobbies. Um, and, you know, you got to have a light in the background if you're going to be on YouTube. So, anyway, um, I hope that uh, this is a little better than that office setting with the bookshelves and all that that I typically, you know, I'm in my videos, and this is what it's going to look like on the channel going forward, unless I decide to change things. I actually had, um, you know, these little guys here on the counter but just you know i thought it was fun but the smart people around me said don't don't put those on your video so i'm not going to put those on my video all right um so i want to talk to you a minute about relationships i have been spending a ton of time reading about relationships and um, of course i do a lot of relationship coaching uh, as people book appointments and I do a lot of, uh, you know, trying to help couples get along. And one of the uh, certificates that uh, I offer, we're going through it right now on Tuesday nights uh, at the time of making this video is on uh, relationship coaching and Enneagram relationship coaching. So relationships is just on my mind and I've been doing a ton of reading um, there's a lot of books that I love and, um, I've been doing a lot of reading about relationships and I thought, you know, some of the stuff that I've been thinking about, I think I'll just share on, on, on a video with you guys. I recognize that relationships can be challenging. They can be difficult. I mean, not that you don't love the people in your life, your husband, your wife, your kids, your parents, your roommates, all the people that, uh, you know, you interact with. Not that you don't love them, but sometimes it can be hard to like them. Sometimes you can find yourself, you know, not on the same page. And you can end up in disagreements uh, with each other. Sometimes those disagreements can be quite loud. You know, some, some couples, some types, um, can be quite vocal and direct, uh, straightforward, not very diplomatic, can even come across as a little bit mean or uncaring. And... You know, that's got to be very difficult to live with. Some people can be very diplomatic and careful, and so they might get quiet or passive-aggressive in, in the way they interact in relationships, which can also be quite difficult. You know, the real opposite of peace um, is not war. It's alienation. When two people are separated um, uh, and upset with each other and not at peace with one another... Uh, they don't have to get loud. They might get very, very quiet. And when you get very quiet like that and kind of do your own independent thing, you end up kind of having arguments in your own mind rather than having them out loud. And, uh, you know, just because you don't necessarily aren't vocal with your frustrations or disappointments or heartache, it doesn't mean they go away. 
Sometimes uh, they build um, and resentment can grow in those relationships. And this can be a very difficult thing to experience when you're thinking about the person you love so much. If you're thinking about your wife or your husband or your fiance, and you obviously love this person so much, and yet why is it so difficult sometimes to get along? Now, maybe you've never had this problem. Maybe you're thinking, oh, wow, Tom, you're so negative. Uh, We get along great. Well, fantastic. I'm so happy for you. I remember when I was a kid, there was a teacher in the school that said, my husband and I never argue. And I remember thinking, is that because I had parents and they argued a lot and uh, they loved each other, but they argued. And I just kind of thought, well, if you're not arguing, I mean, maybe you're not talking or maybe one of you has merged with the other and uh, you're not like acting like two separate people. And so I don't know that couples have to argue. Maybe there's better ways to communicate than arguing, but you're definitely going to have some disagreements, some disappointments and frustrations along the way. And I think pretending like you won't is very romantic. Wouldn't it be nice? It's very wonderful to think that we're never going to have any disagreements and we're always going to, uh, you know, get along and never have any conflict or never have any problems. But even for a seven who tends to be naive and want to be happy all the time, I just don't think that's reality. I don't think that that's realistic. And I think if that's your expectation, you're going to be headed for a lot of disappointment. Um, Real relationships can be challenging. Real relationships where we show up fully can be sometimes difficult. So in all of this reading and all of this thinking, there's one principle that that keeps coming to the surface. And I thought, I'm going to share that with you guys. And that is... Probably the real test here of whether or not a relationship is going to make it. I mean, obviously, you need to have that committed love that says we're not going to give up. But I think even beyond that, that committed love is is a friendship love. If like we would focus first on becoming friends, like what does it take to be a friend? How can I be more of a friend to you? How can I treat you like a friend? I think sometimes we can like digress into husband and wife relationship And we forget that, like, at the end of the day, we're supposed to be friends. If we could work on our friendship, if we could work on our friendship um, and and make efforts to improve the friendship, um, it will, I believe, improve the romantic attraction. Let's put it that way. The, uh, The attracted kind of love and the passion of that relationship, I believe, increases naturally connected to the level of friendship we're feeling for one another. The sad reality is a lot of couples, although they, you know, are committed to one another, they don't act like friends anymore. They don't, they don't work together as friends. They're not chums. They're not pals. Uh, They're not really opening their lives up to one another. They might be sometimes quite hostile to each other. And so they're not behaving as friends to one another. And it's it's possible for all of us to get like this at times. And I think if we could recognize it and say, wait a minute, I don't think we're acting like friends here. What do I need to do to be a better friend? What What would I do with anybody else if I wanted to be their friend? Well, I would listen more. I would um, I would share more. And I... I know that when I share, I'm putting myself at risk because what if I share my feelings or I share my attitudes or I share my wants or desires and the other person shuts me down. Um, So I've got to, I've got to go into this, you know, knowing that there, let's put it this way. When couples are not doing well, when they're not in a good place, they can easily see the flaws of the other person. 
They can, and, and the way the brain kind of works is, you know, if they would only change, if they would only change the way they're talking, if they would only change the way they're acting, if they would only change um, the way they're behaving, then everything would be so much better. How can they not see this? Yet the sad reality is, is we often don't see, you know, how we're contributing to the problem. If we would adjust um, a little bit our thinking and say, you know, if we're having problems, both of us are having problems. And what am I doing that contributes to the problem? How am I relating to this person that is making it more difficult? If I can open my mind up to that idea that I might be in some way contributing to the problem in the way I'm acting or the way I'm responding, then the chances of us coming to solutions, I think, is going to be far greater and a lot faster and a lot sooner. But when couples are in that kind of attack and defend place, they're not paying attention to how am I the problem. Um, They're focused on the other person. If I could dial up the warmth rather than try to patch up all the cracks in the relationship. Yes, every relationship has some cracks, has some, uh, you know, broken spots. Every person has some cracks and some broken spots. If I try to focus on repairing all those cracks and all those crevices and all those damaged places, pointing out all the flaws and showing attention and focus to all of the places where things aren't perfect, it's probably going to make things even more unperfect. If I could focus rather on dialing up the warmth and the love and the affection and the attention, even though things aren't quite perfect yet, um, it changes the climate of the marriage. It's much easier to work on a marriage when there's already a sense of warmth and security there, not when somebody's looking over your shoulder to find out how, you, how you're how you lame or how you're no good or how you, how you suck. That makes it difficult uh, in that kind of environment to really work on progress and, you know, renewing or rekindling a relationship. So a safe place that says, look, I know I'm part of the problem. Not... Not in a frustrated, I'm a part of the problem. Not that kind of give up and, of course, it's me. Not that, okay? But honestly evaluating, like, what am I doing that's contributing to this? Remembering that this person is my best friend or I want them to be my best friend. If they're not yet, then I want to work toward that. What do I need to do to help improve the friendship? How could we communicate better? And what am I doing that's maybe hindering that communication? Am I not being very open and not being very vulnerable? Or am I being, you know, dominating and rude? Uh, What am I doing that's hindering the communication? Um, How could I be more affectionate? How could I point out the positives? You know, when you're starting to feel very negative, try to think of three positives. I know it sounds ridiculous to you guys that, uh, you know, don't believe in this kind of stuff. But honestly, try it. Just think about, you know... I really am grateful, and then fill in the blank. I really am grateful that my wife is willing to do all the taxes. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I really am grateful that my wife is such a great provider and caretaker for all of us. I really am grateful that my wife is so pretty. I really am grateful that my wife, you know, meets people so well. Whatever it is, try to think of some things that, you know, are positive about that person and things that you genuinely can appreciate about them. And then, be willing to share those things. It's a lot easier to get along with somebody that I feel like wants to get along with me. I've noticed in my life that sometimes when I'm having a problem with someone, it's because I'm picking up that maybe they're having a problem with me. And if you know somebody is for you, 
and that they are are happy to be with you, it's a lot easier for me to be for them and to be, it shouldn't be that way, but it just is. If I feel like somebody is being critical and judgmental of me, I probably are going to want to respond by being critical and judgmental of them, defending myself. So if I could move some dials inside you today, what would it, what would it change if you were 100% for your, your husband, for your wife? What would it change if you decided that we are going to, I'm going to work to try to be their best friend and to, to improve the friendship? What would it change if I could start focusing on dialing up the warmth rather than patching up all the cracks and all the brokenness? Rather than pointing out all their flaws, I'm going to work on becoming a person that can love better. How come I can't love this person unless they meet all of my needs. How come I can't love this person uh, the way they are? Why is it so hard for me to be such a loving person? Is the problem really with her or is it with my ability to love other people? So many things are going through my head when I think about relationships. We all need uh, some encouragement. We all need to, uh, you know, check in every once in a while and and uh, see what we're doing, observe ourselves, and see if there's any way we can show up to our relationships in a more helpful and productive way and make sure that the way our brains are are thinking uh, is in check and that we are, you know, thinking about what we think about. Because our feelings tend to follow our thoughts. And if our thinking is weighed down and heavy and anxious and frustrated, there's no wonder that you're going to feel that way. Um, I read a quote this week by one of my favorite authors, Richard Carlson, the author of Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. And it was in his book, uh, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff in Love. Um, that uh, And it's something that I appreciate as a seven, and maybe you will uh, as well. Uh, you might hear it and then kind of be frustrated with yourself because you don't, you don't uh, at this point, embody this truth. But it says, everybody wants to be around somebody who's not bothered all the time. Let me say that again. Everybody wants to be around, or it's so much fun. I think that's how he said it. It's so much fun to be around somebody who isn't bothered all the time. And is your relationship uh, characterized by we're bothered all the time? We're frustrated with each other. Things need to improve. They need to change. It's hard to relate to someone who's bothered all the time. Is your relationship primarily a problem that needs to be fixed? Then you're going to be bothered all the time. Or is your relationship an opportunity to grow in learning how to love and learning how to relate to other people? You know, if your marriage is designed to make you happy, you're probably going to be frustrated. But if your marriage is designed to provide you an opportunity for growth and development in your life, changes everything, the perspective you have. Marriage is a great place and relationships are a great place for us to learn how to relate to others better, to learn how selfish we can be, how self-centered we can be, and to really know what it means to give of ourselves to another person. So I hope that you guys are having great relationships. I hope that you guys are um, working to always improve the nature of those relationships, to love people in a way that um, demonstrates that, um, I don't know, I kind of got lost there. Okay, well, be present to life, guys. I'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye.